Welcome to UX Banter Podcast Season 2. I am your host Dushyant Kanungo. Here, I speak with industry leaders about their journey in design and know more about what inspires them to become the best in the industry. This podcast is presented by Galaxy UX Studio and powered by Galaxy Weblinks, an Inc 5000 organization. Hey everyone, Our guest for today is a creative genius who has paved the path for himself in the field of industrial design. He has worked for top shelf UX focused brands like Apple, GoPro, Airbnb and Gap. He is continuously working towards a meaningful future of technology by creating usable and efficient designs. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the associate director of UX at Critical Mass, Florentine Hotpan. Welcome to Thank you. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. I was really nervous about you know getting the pronunciation right for your name. I hope that I did okay. Perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> so from from here this point onwards I'm just going to call you Flo because I think we had an agreement. So <laughs> <laughs> we did. We did. Everybody calls me Flo and I'm I'm glad that um you know it's a shortened name. Okay so you know working at critical mass this is one agency or a company for which you know we have been hearing a lot about they have been setting the benchmarks all over the place and now you are there and you work primarily for say airbnb uh, so how the journey has been i mean getting from uh, i think you are you're not uh, you're not from us directly you actually started mm-hmm. off in italy i believe and how the journey has been how uh, you became Uh, the associate director i mean i'm not just saying that how did you get the job but you know what the journey was the path was becoming a designer and choosing the career it was a bumpy road um but it was a great one i i moved from italy after a few years in in design in um, in italy and in europe i worked um uh, in many different settings around um, you know england and france and uh Uh, I had collaborations before, but after eight, nine years in Italy, I started thinking maybe there is something more. And uh, especially for, um, you know, digital um, practices, you know, the web design and, you know, everything, everything web uh, and mobile, I was, okay, let's go and see what's, what's uh, behind that fence. <laughs> so I started, I started looking at, um, you know, opportunities and uh, I, I landed uh, uh, in the United States. San Francisco obviously is uh, one of the the biggest centers for creativity and and digital design. So 2011 was kind of a, a turning point for me. Um and I started collaborating with um with a few little startups like quite everybody here, right? Um starting to consult and give my advice about um uh different things um industrial design jobs and um little little digital um work and then because of the visa issues and uh, other little things that happens through throughout the way obviously you you go back to italy and you you think right you think thoroughly about what what would be next um and it's pretty hard right you 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 start thinking okay this can be a long journey they maybe not allow you in the country because united states is obviously a complicated immigration system um and i decided to 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 try it out luckily i had um a good understanding um th- thanks to some friends um that i met in in san francisco 
understanding of, of the immigration system. So um, being able to afford also that process and, um, you know, uh, buy me some time um, was was very crucial uh, while working and and kind of surfing different different gigs and 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 things you know i i started i started having um a good understanding of what would be what would have been you know the journey and in a couple of years i i likely made it through um obviously with other hurdles and complications <laughs> but um it was it was it was interesting um then i started obviously working more like into uh my career path and 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 doing that um i likely landed a couple of uh, interesting um contractor job at um uh, gopro for example um i worked for them um for almost a year and then I leveraged that experience and I got um, a more senior position in design systems at um, Gap and Gap Inc. Worked for them almost three years, um, acquired a lot of experience in, in the field. Obviously, um, GoPro was a smaller company. Gap is a huge company. Uh, so also like the dimension of, of, of the team and you know, the complexity um, of the work uh, changed. And then I started thinking, okay, this is a, another crucial moment. <laughs> you know, I, I started a family. I, I had a, you know, a little bit more responsibility for myself and my, my peers. So I, I, I thought, okay, this is, this is good. Let's keep going. And I, I, I definitely looked into agency work. Um, I knew that most of the big companies like Airbnb, Apple, and others were looking into outsourcing some specific uh, design tasks. And uh, not like before, they were hiring um, for uh, very senior positions and director positions as well. So I kind of accepted this challenge. It's, it's a new thing. Not a lot of designers also know about this. But um, in specific context, uh, in specific companies and design studios around Silicon Valley, actually, Mm -hmm. uh, you find um, agency folks being really um, embedded into high-level processes and design and sure, design sure. tasks. This path that you just explained, I mean, this is not just about the creative journey, but a journey of a professional who actually took a way long, you know, the route to actually get there. Those struggles, they do hold a meaning for everybody who is in the industry, because sometimes a lot of designers would feel like that if you are not in Silicon Valley, it is really hard to crack to get there. And you were not just doing the creative part of things of the industry, but at the same time, you are also struggling with ensuring that the employment is uh, where it is supposed to be. How difficult was it to maintain uh, the inspiration during all that? How your creative juices were supported while you were you know, going through the, uh, the, the hoops and loops of um, the bureaucracy, if I have to call it that? Yeah, very good question. Um, I think the main uh, motivation for me came from the fact that this place um, is an amazing um, is an amazing place. You have you have so many um, people working on innovative ideas, and you know that this can be one of those places that you don't find everywhere. So once you also get involved and 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 you see what's going on, um, you get the sense um, and you can understand where you can stand. 
um, if you have a little bit of um, um, understanding of the system, then you can evaluate how much of your personality, how much of your experience can fit in that world. This is the first thing. If you make the, the mistake of getting, um, you know, into this environment and not try things out or not being able to connect with people, then you're making a big mistake, right? You, you're not, you're not exactly uh, tasting what, what's going on. That, that's the first thing. Uh, the other one is this much, but then working in say India or Italy or UK is vastly different from working in the Silicon Valley, particularly because you meet such an array of characters. Um, they have this different outlook at life, the way they actually look at things, and then um, they are embedded into the uh, the core of these big IT companies. Uh, I think that that makes uh, you know that puts a lot of pressure on anybody who is working in. It is because there is a lot of <clears throat> energy and um, it's also a melting pot of cultures and ideas. So <laughs> it can be very intimidating, actually, right? It is, yeah, Language yeah. is the, oh, yeah. the, the first thing. And then you have uh, different, different skill sets. So you have to talk to someone who never uh, got into your circle, right? You have to be able to uh, withstand uh, embarrassing situations sometimes. You, you, you know, you, you prove yourself into into waters that that were not always clear for you. And that, that's great. It, it, it can happen everywhere. Right. But here, the amount of uh, uh, ideas on the table, oh the amount God. of I, I, uh, I, I can completely feel that because it is not just the ideas, but everybody is out there to prove a point. They all right. want to ensure that their name is reckoned with the top designer ever who left the greatest one in the world. <laughs> and then you have so many big companies who are offering lucrative opportunities. So I think the attrition rate is very high. People come and go. There are a lot of creative meetups happening. So whenever you are walking into a room full of designers, um, they're out there, you know, trying to make a point, try to tell you something that what they're good at. Yeah. Uh, also, um, you, you come here... Um, and you need to be able to apply your, um, you know, your skill sets and your, your everything that you know, essentially, to a world where everybody is a little entrepreneur, right? It's not, it's not about being hired necessarily by a company. It's how much value um, you can give to, um, to, to the work that you're doing, to the companies, to the people. It's, it's, it's kind of a different take on your personal um, individual uh, contribution to society at large it's not just me getting a job and and getting a career which which is true obviously you can get a job and do whatever you want but definitely the value that you bring is a value of of your ideas and your 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 um, ability to perform at that level of complexity yeah, um, so Silicon Valley is always going to be wild with ideas about that. Everybody is a developer or a creative person in the industry. <laughs> Just to give you one anecdote, I was uh, I, I called an Uber and this guy uh, turned up with a, I think it was a Volkswagen, but it, it was an EV, uh, an electric car. And uh, mm -hmm. when I was going from uh, central San Jose to someplace and I started talking that it, it was about a few years back. And the question was obvious that, how long does it take to charge because you are on duty 12 hours do you think that it runs for the entire shift and the guy said no i have to charge it at least once um, in in the afternoon for two hours and i'm like two hours is a long time what do you do about it and he was like um 
Oh, I just studied Python because I am just coding another. My my startup is on its way. Yes. <laughs> this guy was studying and coding Python during his EV was getting charged in the middle of the shift that he was running in on Uber. So that is Silicon Valley for you. <laughs> yes, I know that people get classes um, while driving and you know north to south. and uh they they graduate from you know little little courses uh while commuting um this may sound normal maybe today to some of the young folks but um when i started design definitely i didn't think that that could be a, a product right I think <laughs> the world has changed so you know there are a lot of things which were not uh, common i mean in the, this afternoon only me and my colleague we were just talking that sitting in our bedrooms in our pjs with a laptop open and we are working seriously um so this another colleague of mine who uh, was in the house and his um grandmother in law actually uh, called him and said do you do any work oh no or <laughs> do you have a job <laughs> yeah it's testing pjs now it's <laughs> it's definitely interesting that's that's the big change also from europe right um i i started going getting coffees downstairs you know and in my flip flops and 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 pjs too and 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 now we work from from a setting at home that is uh completely domestic so you get you get all the all the things I don't know if that's the way we're going to go uh but definitely Silicon Valley is it was and it is very open to to any any lifestyle so that that's great. All right with that I'm going to bring out my cards the UX banter rapid fire round which right. we have updated from uh, last season and there are brand new questions so even if you have seen the episodes from season 1 they are not going to help you. Oh no. So I'm going right. to shuffle the deck so I don't know in which order these questions are going to be. Ooh. Okay. Ready? Ready. First question. Fast food or fine dining? Fine dining. And what would you like to eat? Carbs. <laughs> <laughs> But carbs are almost associated with a fast food on there. Uh sure but um I, I don't I don't understand fast food. So for me good carbs are very slow carbs. Okay. <laughs> But being an Italian, I can, you know, imagine the the finer palate that you might possess than the rest of the world because I can eat anything which comes out of the label that this is Italian food and it serve it to me. I'm going to <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you actually. <laughs> uh, when I visited it, the first thing that on my platter was that I had a menu that these are the things that I wanted to eat and over the course of the 5 days I was there, I would just, you know, sneak out of you know any opportunity that i would get i would just go and grab a bite so right from carbonara to anything that was you know available on the street i was just munching and just gobbling everything up yeah it's a curse also because then you start <laughs> you start uh, cooking you know and when you start cooking you don't stop eating and when you don't stop eating you kind of gain weight and so on so yeah i i understand that but um yeah never trust a skinny chef <laughs> <laughs> true What was your last Google search? Ooh, uh, design and AI. Oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> If you can move anywhere on earth, where would you go? Or you've already moved. <laughs> on earth. 
I would go to a slightly warmer place, but just because I think I like to be in a t-shirt at night and that I miss from, from Italian, Italian evenings and nights. Um, I think, um, I think San Francisco to San Jose is a bit warmer if you want to count that. <laughs> not enough, still not enough, but yes, you're right. Maybe if you, yeah, if I move to another neighborhood also, it would be better. Mm, LA, Austin, Vegas, multiple options. <laughs> <laughs> Your guilty pleasure. Um, motorbiking. Ah, nice. <laughs> Uh, I, I think, yeah, I think that's something that, that comes to my mind very often. Um, I, I like to ride. I don't currently. And that's the reason why I think is, is um, a guilty pleasure because it's still in my mind. I don't do it. Um, I, think, I think you should grab one and go to Yosemite for, you know, mountain riding. And, you know, that way it would be the way to. Uh, I know. <laughs> I know it's it's one of those pleasures that you know it's a pleasure also because it's it's kind of dangerous, right? It's it's something that you no, do so you because don't you have free. to don't have to grab a very powerful bike. I think if you grab a low range one, as in two hundred cc, should be sufficient. Man, we can talk about this for hours. I don't think uh, you know a smaller bike it's safer, but it's you know it's about you. Um, being being very conscious about your driving and other people, but we know it's very it's very dangerous here, especially here in uh, in this area. Right. So, books or movies? Books. Um, even if I love movies, uh, I don't watch a lot of movies. What is your, which which is your favorite book? It's called Design for the Real World, from Victor Papanek. Um, it's it's kind of a, a nice, I mean, it's an old book. It's from the 60s. Um, I didn't read it all, actually, but I think is the best design book that was ever written in the last probably 40, 50 years. Cool. I'll, I'll give it a shot. And I have a yeah. book as well. So this is oh. UX Decoded by yours truly. And okay. it came out in May. <laughs> Because you nice. went ahead and uh, showed a book, so you know I, I decided to show you my book as well. I'll give it a try. Okay, so your least favorite subject uh, in school or college? Math. <laughs> I I loved mathematics when I was a kid, and then I started not understanding it much, and I got shocked by it. So I. I still think technology can 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 be very um, interesting, but at a certain level, you know, if we talk about like um, super complicated mathematics, I, I don't I don't get it. I don't get it, and it it scares me a lot. <laughs> so still today, <laughs> I, I I guess I I became a designer also because of that. Um, I really wanted to be closer to humans and not numbers, but. That's a different topic, right. maybe. <laughs> so are you a going out person or staying in person? Going out person. I wish I can do that more. <laughs> but don't we all? I mean, in general. <laughs> okay. And the last question. What, what is the first thing that you do when you wake up? I check on my son and then I get a cup of coffee. That's the first thing. 
Oh, I'm I'm so boring. <laughs> everyone does that right <laughs> everybody i mean you are a regular family man i mean those are the things that everybody does that, you know, when I wake up, the first thing comes to my mind is where is my cup of tea and without it nothing is going to happen <laughs> all right so with that we come close to our section of rapid fire questions and this is where i would you know go back and ask you something serious on the lines mm -hmm. of the things that you did so recently i was um stalking you or reading more about you on your blog, um, mm -hmm. which you posted on Medium. So there's something that was written there. So, and I quote, conforming to rules and being polite is a bad idea for a designer. You need to be wrong and weird. Can you please explain, please elaborate on, because I think, I think it's a wonderful thing. I mean, I can understand for a bit, but then I think it's something that we should ponder upon. And I would like to hear more on that uh, line from you. Yeah. Um, first of all, I think this was a kind of a normal uh, thing to say and 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 think and behave, um, live, um, you know, in in a former design generation. Um, I'm, I'm not a young designer anymore. I can probably say that. Um, the the main value that design can give to any product and any any community any society is when it changes your perspective on things right it gives you a different uh perception of reality it, it you know it improves um your life somehow and to do that you have to um explore right you have to be free from this fear of of failure or uh, you know, personal judgment from other people, from both your colleagues or, you know, your family, whatever, you know, it's, it's kind of a role that any designer should take at first to be able to be creative. Um, this forgiveness is, is forgotten somehow. Most of the times you find these days designers that become designers based upon, you know, their, their very hard skills, right? Oh, Photoshop or whatever, whatever tool they use or the, the, the experience uh, with, you know, with a specific kind of team or engineering. Th these are all good things. These are very good things. Um, I'm not saying it's, it's wrong, absolutely. But the value that you give when you're free from those constraints and, you know, you, you kind of explore your brain first and then you kind of share this with a bigger group of weirdos. Um, I call them designers <laughs> or, or creative engineers, you know. These are the moments you create something new. And there is no innovation without, without this, this dream. And even in the definition of, the, at least the old definition of design, there is this idea that you project things, right? You, you, you do something that is True. in the future. You essentially tell the story of the future. Uh, how can you do that if, you, if you're not free to, you know, roam around different ideas, different worlds, different um you know parallel challenging the requirement challenging the engineering idea by just asking questions until this, the the person next to you would you know break down and tell you something that nobody knows which was basically uh, at the very bottom layer of their head they thought that everybody understands that concept yep. but it is not true uh, so getting that out is only possible if you are the most irritating person in the room, when you are actually digging the uh, requirement completely, you're asking, you know, keep going at it, keep going at it, asking the seven questions, seven times why, that why, 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 and then you'll uh, get to the end of it. But Why is very important. Yes, you're right. 
and that is why you get branded as a you know weird person so it may be because that is the only way to success because you are actually digging for solution for your end users and you know in, in the room that that is what you are advocating about if you're not advocating for your users then who is who is going to be uh, be doing that and that is the core of any product that goes to success uh, right. for example now airbnb has been a benchmark i mean in India, in UK, and I, I went to the university, and even then we were talking about the Airbnb's UX uh, many years ago. Mm -hmm. And over the years, it has evolved, and a lot of other companies have started following uh, the innovations which were done. So what are the challenges that you feel in the creative energies that keep pushing for a brand like Airbnb or you know somebody at as you said that you are not a junior designer anymore you are a very senior professional and now you are looking at the same thing with a different specs so how difficult is it to making sure that the innovation keep happening without alienating the existing brand of users that you possess that's a big question um i think the the main strategy here is to provide um, solutions that are really relevant to the user. Um, relevancy is is very strictly related to innovation. You can be very innovative, but if it doesn't relate to any user in particular or you know your pool of users, and again, in the case of Airbnb, if we want to um, you know talk about the brand and and um, you know the the UX of it. Um, it's global. So everyone is your, your user. Um, that, that also differentiates Airbnb from other, other companies that, you know, find their niche or they have a, a smaller group of, of users, or, you know, uh, consumers, let's say. Airbnb is a global brand. So you have everyone that can um, use the interface, different platforms, different services, uh, plus that in interconnects with the, the system at large, you know, governments, laws, uh, whatever local rules and, and, and habits. Uh, in terms of UX, you obviously try to be systemic. You, you try to be strategic. So UX and design needs to evolve into uh, strategy and more like a, you know, kind of a global service design uh, practice. So everything needs to be uh, brought back to the idea that once you simplify, 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 this is kind of the mantra these days, um, th that solution is not only feasible, but it's very effective. And that creates the, the drive to keep innovating. It's not easy because even in Airbnb, I can tell you, you can find this information everywhere. Um, there is a big change in terms of uh, work structure. Right now, everybody can work from everywhere. The, the um, you know, the style of collaboration within the company itself and how how these ideas get uh, brought to life uh, it may be different and some of the groups and meeting you know the, the the groups internally speaking are not working in the same way so innovation and ideas come out different and differently but these are the challenges we need to use ourselves and we need to uh, test ourselves in that practice of innovation being the first you know, kind of the, the first users of, of the world to be able to innovate and go out and do whatever, you know, is needed. The reason why uh, I think we, we, we sometimes don't feel like we need to innovate 
because we, we are protective of our, our ideas now this is you know this but at the end you should always be the first one to 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 go out there try these things you know try that solution um it, it can be banal uh, for some people but i think it's much more important to 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 cover that role at first be very strategic you know look at things globally not just in you know performing that little art and craft you know um uh, of creating what about or... innovation innovation for the sake of it that is something where i would put my foot down now yesterday only i mean i'm not long time yesterday i was using airbnb for some bookings and mm-hmm. i found a functionality or a feature that was delightfully surprising and i didn't think that it was there in the first place and uh, mm-hmm. so i had to look for a stay for a couple of weeks and uh, i was saying that this location and this is the duration and because it has to be near the workplace where the meetings are going to be and rather than you know going with the standard positioning that here is this here is that and suddenly i found that the proposal was that why don't you leave one week here and one week there and i'm like wait a second what what are you proposing and then the two very beautiful properties uh, were listed out and i i wasn't sure that it, if it could work then I clicked and on the map, it says this location and that location, you can actually try this. And then there is a single price for it. You don't need to double book. In a single booking, you are getting two places together and the photos were there and pictures that you can compare. So you, if you are confused that whether to live here or there, you can actually live at both the places. And I'm like, this is this is unique. I haven't thought about you know getting that sort of experience <laughs> out of it. And uh, if you had anything to do with it, congratulations. It was wonderful. And I was... <laughs> I was like pleasantly surprised by finding uh, that functionality uh, that could still surprise you that comes out of uh, a company like Airbnb or design team. I mean, congratulations to everybody who was involved. I I, I definitely loved it. Um, so with that, see, we talked about the entire journey, the career path. You started off at, at some place and you took a really, really uh, long route to get to where you are. And yes. it, it, it must be very rewarding to, you know, be and are you, are you satisfied? Are you happy? Do you think that you have, you know, gotten where you were targeting to or still a long way to go? Um, yes, for now. But I feel the pressure to come out again with uh, with more and more uh, challenges. Um, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's this, this place is... Uh, is pushing you to do that first of all so if, you, if you're not on top of everything then you get you get a little bit of um you know um concerning peace meaning you you know you can you can stay always in your in your cozy comfortable um corner you know of <laughs> of, of innovation but at the yeah. end what, what really rewards you is that continuous um evolution life of of yeah of of living design living living engineering living new ideas so um otherwise I'll, moving I'll, to Texas for retirement maybe i don't know yeah <laughs> it, it seems that a lot of other places are, are getting uh you know more, more and more interesting in terms of uh, uh innovation i still think this is a place where you know you, you have the bulk of of some of the technologies that we all use and uh, we'll see we'll see we'll see how the future goes yeah yeah so (laughs) any new designers who are starting out maybe in the us maybe in italy maybe in any part of the world what is one advice that you think um that you must you you know you missed at the beginning of your career that you would like to give it to anybody who's starting out now 
first of all, uh, yes, travel more, uh, experience different kinds of designs, experience whatever it means to be embedded in in different situations. I I hold it on uh, that idea for for very long when I started my career in Italy. I I, I got very uh, stubborn in in my uh, little world when I started um, for eight years. I I tried and tried and tried, and then I realized this is not the way. So if I have a regret in my career is to not start before, if I you know, didn't start enough uh, before, <laughs> um, that, that exploration of different worlds and different, different design practices. Um, I moved to the United States when I was uh, 32. I could have done that a little bit before that, that time. And uh, it allowed me to really understand what was uh, that I lacked, you know, in terms of skills and other things. So I tried my best, but definitely uh, that's the first thing to do. It's to emerge yourself into different challenging situations beforehand and then decide what, what it is. And obviously another thing is to not consider your, your design practice, your, your, your career path in the future as, as one. Right. So you have to be open about uh, changing um, every time needed and and try different things uh, on your skin. So it's like, OK, I can start like like me as an industrial designer working in industrial design for a while. And then you can always change. You can start as an engineer and land a design job or vice versa. The, the world today is so much more flexible. You you have to be uh, able to um uh, you know, adjust on different different environments and and get a hold of of the right people, the right um, the right settings in which you can thrive. And to find that, you have to try many different things. Uh, these days, there is a very simple path for a lot of designers to get in school. You know, you get graduated from whatever interesting college, um, you get a job in design, you stay in that job for a very long time, or at least you think you're very good at it. Uh, but I think that that will always um, uh, you know, prevent you from experiencing the best, best and the right. widest. Just going out, meeting new people, trying out different jobs, at least in the beginning, not wasting too much time. It's not about wasting. It is like you know, some people just go to one place and stay there for 10 years. And I think that is where, if it is not an agency, for example, then you are losing out on learning more about the different side of things. Because uh, in-house designers, they generally do the similar sort of work for a long period of time. And that is where the problems start to arise, because if you want to change a switch, then you basically are stuck with the style that you have been practicing for 10 years. Um, yep. So that is that absolutely uh, makes sense. Thank you very much for that wonderful advice. And I think both the points I 100% concur about traveling, showing that the path is not considered a set in stone and open to ideas, exploring further opportunities. Nowadays, I mean, if you think about it, meta is one thing, but I still feel that Argumented reality is something which is definitely going to be, uh, mm -hmm. you know, ahead in the time. And uh, wow, there are plenty of things to consider with Internet of Everything, not just yeah. is, is going I, to come and play for a bigger role. All right. Yeah. So, so with that, I would like to thank you very much, Flo. This has been a tremendous episode. There have been so many wonderful moments that we can actually take a quotation of and then <laughs> 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 reuse later on. Uh, but 
I think it has been an enlightening, uh, you know, and very heartening to actually hear the journey that you were on because um, sometimes for some people it is, you know, career A to B is very straightforward that, you know, you go to a design school and now you are here. But taking the route, the path that you had, the journey is uh, very inspirational. And I believe the way that, you know, the advice that, you know, we sought from you and the way you explained the reasons behind it, that makes perfect sense. So ladies and gentlemen, whoever are joining us for this episode, uh, you can follow Lo on Twitter and uh, also follow him on his blog on Medium, uh, where you can read wonderful, wonderful articles and insights about design. And I think that is where we actually started. We actually, you know, started getting connected that, you know, this is a sentence and yeah. what is the meaning behind it? Yeah, that's about it. So thank you very much, uh, everybody. Thank you, Flo. And uh, we will be back next week with another guest and hope that they they are as interesting and as wonderful to talk to as we had a chat with uh, Flo. All right. Have thank a wonderful you so much. day ahead. Thank you. Thank you, Flo. Thank and you. have a wonderful day ahead. Bye.